Does this sound familiar? You want to get in shape, or at least in better shape. You get yourself energized, you start your workouts with all this enthusiasm, only to taper off and then to finally stop. So what is it? What is it that motivates you to stick with your workout? Well, I would like to argue that it's fun. You need to have some fun when you're working out. Hello, and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. We have a great guest today who is a veteran in the fitness field. Hello, Chris Stevenson. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Robin. I really appreciate it. You know, one of the things about fitness is that the only way it works is if you do it. <laughs> and that is one of the things that we want to talk about today. But first, before we get into that, let me just quickly read your bio. Chris Stevenson is an international speaker, former Power Ranger stuntman, which not many people can claim that they were that. <laughs> Founder of Stevenson Consulting, a full-service consulting firm based in California. I know you're in the L.A. area. Chris's current focus is to help businesses and entrepreneurs of all types maximize potential. And his expertise stems from his past hands-on experience in all aspects of the health club industry. And for almost 20 years, Chris and his team successfully owned and operated Stevenson Fitness, a full-service boutique health club in Southern California. Now you have a new venture called Be Military Fit, the world leader in military fitness and outdoor training with Bear Grylls, one of the most recognized faces in survival and outdoor adventure. I'm exhausted already. <laughs> we didn't really start. <laughs> so you have a lot going on. And I want to talk to you about being military fit because it can be done outdoors and it can also be done online because we're mm -hmm. not sure if we'll have one in our community here in New Jersey. But let's just talk a little bit about staying motivated. That's such a big issue with so many people in fitness. How do people stick with it? How do they stay motivated? Well, I think what you said before you hit the nail on the head, fun, fun is huge, but uh, let me share this with you. So in the years that uh, the last club that we owned and operated and the previous club to that, I've been doing this thing forever. Um, you know, everybody has treadmills and everybody's got dumbbells and everybody's got classes. But one thing we've always focused on was creating a culture that wrapped around creating an amazing member experience. So it was engaging. It was fun. It was training your team members to make sure that everybody got a warm welcome and a fond farewell and teaching your personal trainers and group exercise people to be fun and innovative and inviting. Um, so a very inclusive culture, because I think mm -hmm. the word fitness in itself is exclusive, right? Most people identify as I'm fit or I'm not. It's kind of yes, an exclusive yes, word. That's and true. What, what, what we've always focused on, I think we were a little bit ahead of the curve was creating environments that people really enjoyed being there, the social connection, mm -hmm. the, yes. again, the fun, the innovation, because and we've missed so if, much of that this past yeah. year. You know, yeah, if you don't, if you don't like what you're doing, you're not going to continue to do it. And to get healthy, you've got to be on that journey and you've got to commit to doing it on a regular basis. Yes. Mm -hmm. So how, what's the, what's the secret sauce? You, you just need to, I mean, there's a million ways to get to the same thing. If you want to be stronger, if you want to be faster, if you want to just be more fit, whatever that is, there's a lot of ways to get there. So mm -hmm. is the secret finding something you can stay with? You know, it's funny that you say that. So um, I did executive wellness for Fortune 500 companies for years. And obviously, these executives were super stressed, time crunch. Uh, yes. you, you know, they had these sort of rough lifestyles where often, you know, the first thing we put off is our exercise, right? So um, yeah, sadly, that, that, that should be the first that, thing that you do, not put off. <laughs> so a lot of times when I was presenting to these people, you know, I would say, you know, for cardio as an example, I'd say, you got to find something that you find fun. And you'd see these faces in the audience are like, none of it's fun. So then I changed that to something that you at least could see yourself doing several times a week. But in all honesty, you know, like, for example, if you run, you use more of your body. It's a harder exercise than riding a, yeah. a bike per se. 
neither one is bad. But if you're like, I hate running, but I'm going to try to do it, you're going to fail. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, okay, so maybe I don't burn quite as many calories on a bike, but I can do it because it feels better on my body and I enjoy it. Or if you're like me, I do run outside a little bit, but I love hopping on a piece of cardio and watching Netflix. It's like the one time in my life I have time to watch a show, (laughs) but you know what? But I do it. And there, I I swear to you, there have been, there have been times I'm like, I got to do some today because I got to see what happened in episode eight of that series. Right. So (laughs) So I'm also getting my treadmill. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, you know, exercise often gets this bad rap where I've got to do the most extreme thing, or I've got to, if I'm not running a marathon, it's not worth doing. No, find something that, that, that feels good. At least that you don't totally hate that you could, that works in your schedule time-wise, right? It doesn't have to be an hour. It can be a half an hour. It can be 20 minutes. So figuring out things that work in your lifestyle that you don't mind doing and that you can see yourself sustaining. Yes, over a that is of time. a really good tip because I do agree. If you don't, at least, if it's not something at least that you can handle, that you, if you hate mm-hmm. it, if you don't like to run, don't run. <laughs> there's other things, there's other ways to get there. And I do agree with it. That's what I kind of like about classes in some ways. I think it motivates a lot of people because you're doing it in a group. There's somebody kind of, you don't have to think. <laughs> Someone just, yep. here's what you do and you just follow it. That's why I think a lot of like dance and those types of classes, Zumba became really popular because they were fun they're fun and especially for people who never really worked out before but they love to dance it was a Mm -hmm. great way to get them involved i also liked a lot of the um some of the classes that became popular in gyms where people started using weights it brought a lot of women to weights that never yep. maybe used them before. And I don't want to be sexist, but let's face it, you know, if you have to go, you go to a gym, you're gonna see more women in classes and you're gonna see more men in the weight area mm-hmm. of the gym. That's just how it is. So it was a great way to, I think, incorporate some weight training for women. So all yep. of these things, you sort of like hide it around something that you like to do and it mm-hmm. makes you do it more. And and that's what I really think is, is the key to motivating. But also what I found in my life, I've been doing this my entire life since I'm in my 20s and now I'm in my 50s. And one of the things that I think if you've never really worked out or never really had the experience of it, after you're done your workout, you feel so great. We all know about the endorphins and so forth, but it's really true. It's like a natural high. And for people who have done it for their whole life, I know for me, it's been such a big part of my life. It's made a difference, not just in my physical fitness, but my mental health and my success in my career. Do you find that the two go hand in hand? They absolutely do. And, and really quick, just to kind of solidify what you said about classes, when you look at the business side of it, uh, all the research and data shows that people that do attend classes attend the gym more often, have better retention when it comes to membership. So when you actually look at that data behind it, it exactly what you said. So if you can find a way to get involved in a class where you have the accountability from the instructor, the instruction, the other class members who, you know, when you miss, they're like, where were you? <laughs> Where, you, know, yes. you know, you weren't there when, when you can find those, say it to you. Yeah. yeah. When you find those environments, like data shows, those people come mm-hmm. more often, stay longer and get better results. So it's, it's, yes. it's totally solid. But like you were saying on the flip side too, imagine when you miss your, once you, once you get into a good routine of exercise yes. uh, and physical activity, when you miss it, it's almost withdrawals. So it's not only like when you're doing it, getting the endorphins, which is all completely accurate. Um, when you don't do it, you, you feel worse. You feel sluggish. Life doesn't feel right. Um, mm-hmm. And I think uh, in regards to that as well, that's why I always recommend it, especially doing executive wellness, exercise in the morning. First yes. of all, 
you know, uh, if you can do it, if you can, some people yeah. are not, I am not a morning person, but I've tried. <laughs> I, I, you do because you check it off the list then it's like, yep. I'm done. I did it this morning. Yeah. And you feel yeah, like you're less, li- less likely to blow it off. Things are less likely to get in the way. So if you can find a way to do it in the morning, especially if you're just starting out exercising, I highly recommend that. The other thing too, is one of the reasons that, um, especially type a successful driven people fail when it comes to exercise is they don't realize that you can take small steps to build up to it, right? So the person who hasn't exercised in a long time that's type A and successful and they're like, fine, I'll start exercising. I'll go six days a week and I'm gonna run five (laughs) miles a day and that lasts for like three days and then you hate anything involved with exercise. So knowing to set small goals and slowly build up towards something and then also putting in metrics that show results because real results do take some time. Right. We live in an instantaneous world where I put a picture yes. up on Facebook, you get a couple of likes. I worked out this week. I didn't lose 10 pounds. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's just how fitness works. Right. So yeah. so one thing is to be patient with that. The other thing is yeah. to what are little markers that do change immediately? Like give yourself a one to 10. Like, how was my energy today? How, how did I feel today? How did I perform at work today? Or how was my mood today? Because those things like you were saying with the endorphins will instantaneously improve. So give yourself a little rating system because the actual weight loss or fat loss or cholesterol dropping do take time. So you have to be patient in a world where I had to explain to my kids the other day that when I watched TV back in the day, I had to wait a whole week for another episode. <laughs> yeah, you know, they download a whole season back. of something and they watch, watch, watch. And like, you have no idea. <laughs> I'm like, if we didn't catch the show when it was on, we missed it. There was no nothing. There was no on demand afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. And we are in an instantaneous world. I mean, we used to have albums and records and go to the record store and i used to love that it was such a cool thing to do and now a song is a download it's a file you know and it's just so dear and it's instantaneous and there's something sometimes cool about waiting for something and that's kind of interesting about fitness too because it can take some effort the rewards are even sweeter because mm-hmm. it's not, let's say, easy for everyone. I mean, not if you have to, you know, poll people in this country, the majority of people don't work out on a, on right. a regular basis. I think it's like, right. what, 80% or so? Mm-hmm. You, you don't attend before. clubs. Yep. Don't attend clubs and maybe don't do something on a regular mm-hmm. basis. Then then it's, it's really um, kind of a tough thing, you know, and I just think mm-hmm. it's, it's very tough to stick with, you know, and, and they yeah. don't understand how fun it can be for them and how great it can be. It changes your life. It really does. Yep. Yeah. It's funny the, the way you said that too. So one of the keynotes I did in this executive wellness, wellness world was called fitness is simple. It's just not easy, right? Because, <laughs> right. Find a class you like, sweat some more, move more, even nutrition, while there's all kinds of intricacies that go into nutrition, right? I could quiz anyone and say, what's healthier, the chicken breast or the donut? So so in some ways, nutrition <laughs> yeah. is just about making a better choice that we most know. It's just, it's not easy because you do have to commit it. You got to find that thing. You got to do it long enough to start to see the results. So you keep doing it. So yes. I tell and people, fitness is simple. Habits, habits. Yeah. And, you know, we're all a victim of that, whether mm-hmm. it's from childhood or things that we just get used to in our lives. Tough to do. And it's, you know, I always say people have habits because they like doing what they do. Uh They like to eat that donut or they like whatever it is. So it's, you know, it's tough to break it. But if you, if you challenge yourself and it, and it does Mm -hmm. become, you know, part of your routine, then as you said, it is tough not to do it. And you start to get into that mood where you feel so good. Yeah. And with habit formation, you know, they show, studies will show that 21 days is about the tipping point for habit. And then 66 Mm -hmm. days you cement it. So if you're struggling with whether it's nutritional changes or whatever, or it's mm-hmm. exor- starting to exercise more often, 
give yourself that timer and just say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go for, you know, a 15 minute walk three days a week. And I'm going to commit to doing it for, for 21 days. And then after that, then make it, you know, 20 minutes or, or add a day. And same thing with nutrition. Again, these, you type a people, you hear something, you're like, okay, chicken and broccoli from now on, no sweets, no alcohol. And that <laughs> never works. You're the, you're, and yeah. you're miserable. But if you, yes. you know, if you say with nutrition, okay, here's what I'll do. I won't even take away. I'll just for the next first habit I'm going to build is I'm just have an apple every single day, right? Just add something or I'm going to drink more water. And the next thing you know, yes. I just tell people. So with that, if you added one habit to your strength training, like you were talking about before, the importance of strength training, one to your cardio and one nutritional habit per month. Okay. That would be 12 habits in each category, 36 new healthy habits developed in one year that would stick. I, I love that. That's such yeah. a great way to look at it rather than taking away it to when someone hears the word diet, first of all, the first three letters in the word diet is die. <laughs> Nobody wants that. And when you hear the word diet, it's just like people's just, it's just like the word exercise. Their, their spine just, ugh, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to think of it like that. So mm -hmm. I love just thinking, I want to add some berries to my breakfast or a glass of water in the morning. I mean, that yep. just makes you feel so much better about it. And suddenly you'll begin to develop good habits and you sometimes won't want to do some of those other things once you start feeling better. Right. And, and I think ultimately a sentence that sums everything up when you're really going to take control of your health is, is your behaviors match your priorities. So that's the other thing. So when you all of a sudden decide my priority is to live a healthy lifestyle, then you just be mindful about momentary behaviors. Like, you know what, I was going to grab that cupcake, but it doesn't really match my priority. And that becomes an easier decision than not like forcing yourself not to have something ever or you know, or, or Whenever, trying to go I all talked in on about something. this, uh, I think with Sarah Cooperman, another podcast, we talked about when you tell someone they can't do it, what's the first thing they want to do? Yeah. They want it. And so it's really makes it difficult to, to say everything's off limits. That's why there's so many eating plans. Let's not call them diets that will say, mm -hmm. you know, nothing's off limits because they know mentally right. that that just doesn't work for people. So it's, right. it's better to do it. So I can have that if I want it. I just choose not to. Yeah, it doesn't and make sense for what my goals are. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So let's talk about this be military fit because this looks really cool. And I know it was over in Europe, and now you're bringing it to the United States, starting it really in California. But it looks like it looks like a lot of fun. Speaking of fun, yeah. Well, and that's <laughs> one of the keys. I, I'll tell you, you know, I had a very good run as an owner operator for years, and and very rewarding. And even with the presenting and consulting all, I always joke that it's really easy because all I do is share things we did at clubs that worked really well, right? All I'm doing is sharing stuff that we actually did that yielded some good results. So I was very happy consulting and speaking, and then had a connection with this company and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'll get back in the operations game because I, I, <laughs> it was just too good of an opportunity, but yeah. So it's a UK company, be military fit with bear grills. Um, and it's just an amazing outdoor brand. And as I started to look around, you know, you see, you do see people training outdoors, but there, there isn't one sort of organized, unified brand out there who's doing it to a big scale that's mm -hmm. in a lot of communities changing a lot of lives. And when I saw that, I'm like, that'd be a great fit, especially for California. Uh, and fun was the key word. And it, it is interesting as we're doing our marketing and we're launching, uh, you know, the word military can be a little intimidating. So what's mm -hmm. important to know is it comes from military fundamentals of being organized and regimented and conducting these very structured workouts, but it's about you doing the best you can do. So it's not about everybody being able to do these ridiculous sort of things. Now that's a certain amount of the population, right? That will want to yes. do the Spartan races, the burpees and all the crazy stuff. 
but we train it specifically to three different levels based on colors, giving modifications appropriate for everyone. But it's just about, because with fitness, you do have to push to your best. And that's the yes. goal of Be Military Fit. It's the community, the fun outdoors type of environment. And uh, yeah, we're just super excited. It, it's, oh, it's going to be it's, so yeah. great. And I do like that because the baby boomer generation is getting older. And that's a huge segment of the population. Mm -hmm. And I think that group, which I am in, uh, is you know, we all want to look good. We all want to be, you know, fit and trim, mm -hmm. but I also want to make sure our heart works right. And that our, you know, we, we can move and we can get up and sit, you know, and our knees are okay. We don't want to grow old, you know, we're right. going to all get older, but we don't want to be older. And right. um, so you have to, you don't want to live, you know, your life in a rocking chair. You want to be active. People are more active today than ever before. And that's why I think it's good to point that out, that you can do this at all different levels. And there's, you know, you can maybe take a class together and there's alternate moves that you can do. Yep. No. And that's exactly what it is. <laughs> for people. Yeah. And what yeah, about no, um, sure. doing it online? So we've not, maybe won't have one in Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I will tell you that one of the, uh, tell us about great that. Th the, the great things about be military fit in general is when I, oh, when I started to examine the brand and I was talking with the team over in the UK, I said, well, what about if weather gets bad? And they're like, we're in the UK. The weather is always bad. So to some extent, the weather is a little bit a part of the experience, right? It's that fun, you know, given the fact that you're taught at your own level in the class, but we, we go through it and it's like high-fiving because it drizzled a little bit, or it was like a little bit cold or a little bit hot, or we, we got a little dirty. It's, it's that sort of fun embracing thing. But the online piece, the minute it is impossible to do it outside, we simply shift the class to a Zoom meeting. So you never have to miss. And that's the best thing. So normally we'd be in our park these three days a week, but we would say, oh, Robin, just so you know, there are massive thunderstorms. It's not safe to be outdoors. Just meet us on Zoom at 530 and let's go. So you never have to miss a workout. It's their, right, their hashtag right. is train train anywhere. That's great. Yeah. I love that. I really love that. And it's such a it sounds like such a fun thing to do. But the classes are live, right? The, you would take yep. these live. They're not recorded classes. And Correct. will the instructors be able to see people if they go yep. online? Oh, yep, see, that's two, good. Yep, it's a two way class. Yep. I really like that because then they can say, hey, you can to fix this or, you know, watch your form mm -hmm. here. So it's really nice to be able to have that because there's a lot of recorded classes and that's fine. They're, they're all good, but it's nice yep. when you can do a, a live class like that. I and mean, we're all used to this online world now, you know, this virtual world. And that's Agreed. just real quick. Do you think it's here to stay? Do you think once this pandemic craziness is over that the will still be a market for that? Yes. Yeah, so, so here's, and this is based on my opinions and I've, I've sat on a ton of panels I've worked with a bunch mm -hmm. of different clubs of all shapes and sizes. So this is kind of what we're seeing so far is one, the on-demand, as you were talking about, not the two-way classes, those will yes. those are here to stay. Those were kind of here before the pandemic. Yes. And those are those will probably continue to be dominated by things like Peloton, Apple Fitness, because they've got the budget to do these incredible on-demand things. Yes. So mm -hmm. what what I don't think you'll see is a lot of clubs and studios continuing to do on-demand work because their value comes in the two-way live sort of communication. Yes. Now, it's not going to replace the live experience because that was a fear for a lot of club owners, but it's going to be an added value that allows, sort of like I used the BMF example, if, if we can't be outside for whatever reason, we just go to online. So right. if you travel, you're no, no longer detached from your studio. You can mm -hmm. still have the option to do some of those virtual training sessions or classes. So it's going to be a way to keep people engaged all the time, whether or not they can get in. And I think it's going to be a very strong supplement to the live experience 
And that being said, you will have a small percentage of people that are like, I love it. I don't want to go back live ever. <laughs> my true. commute to my, my commute to my living room. Home, they don't, yeah. or their schedule's tight, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. yeah so it's, <laughs> it's going to be a great supplement value add way to con consistently engage with your people, even when they physically can't be there. So I do recommend that you do have some sort of online component going forward. Again, I wouldn't, as an individual studio owner, practitioner, I wouldn't recommend you create this massive on-demand library because right. those are going to be so inexpensively accessible from professionals all so over many. with the, yes. yeah, yes. but the, but the interactive piece is where the real value and is. And you at think forward. most gyms are, are thinking that way now? Do you find that most gyms are saying, okay, well, we still have to have this online component even after this pandemic is over? I, you know what, I, what I think you're going to see is I think some of the bigger change, and I've talked to some of these owners, they're like, you know what, it's not worth it for us. We're just going to get back right. to the live experience. So you'll see a little bit of a mix. You'll see some that, and you, by the way, there's some through the pandemic just didn't do it at all. I think they missed yeah. the boat because I think yeah. it's, there's value, um, you know, but I, th there will be some that just don't do anything. Some will do it a couple offerings here and there as a value add, you know, compared to like 24 hour access, right? Like nobody goes at three in the morning, but when you're signing up and you're like, Ooh, but I could, you know, it's kind of like that, right? <laughs> Ooh, I have all this virtual stuff. Even yeah. if you may never use it, you like the yeah. fact that it's, that you have that it there, right? There's part of it, but you know, I think had you and I spoken prior to the pandemic and I said, Hey, you want to work out via zoom? You'd have been like, you're out of your mind. That's creepy and weird. And now it's, <laughs> now it's nor it's like a happy hour, right? Yeah. I, I, I got to share something really, really quickly, really funny. I had a trainer who worked at our last club and uh, I had asked her on a Friday. I'm like, Hey, this is years ago. I go, Hey, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to Skype drink with my college roommates. And I'm like, that is, <laughs> I'm like, that is weird. No one, how what on a screen? And here we are, where a virtual happy hour is now as oh, normal as yes. can be. And my friends and, and I have done it. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so you know, yeah. it, it is normalized now where it was yes. once weird. Now it's normal. And that's, it's that awesome, by the way. So that's kind of how I, the, kind of the, the, the big picture of where I think it's going to head. Yes, I, I agree with that. And I think business has changed as well, not just the mm -hmm. fitness industry, but business in general. People are sort of like, why am I paying all this money for office space? And, yep. you know, half my staff can work from home. And sometimes it's even more efficient in, in many ways. Oh, yeah. You get a lot more done. So uh, and you can throw a load of laundry in while you're at it. too. Right. So it makes it easy. <laughs> You know, because I work from home and I, I, I miss the human interaction. I think uh -huh. I'd like the hybrid idea. A lot of people right. that pulled people two days in or three days in the office and two days at home. So you don't have yep. that every day of the commute and, you know, makeup, hair. You don't have to do all that. But, you know, I right. don't think anyway. <laughs> So it's a lot more for us women to get ourselves ready. So it's sometimes nice to just have that little bit of downtime, but you don't want it all the time. I'm, I'm like, yeah. I got to put a pair of pants on without it with that had the zipper in them. You know, I've been wearing yoga right. pants for a year. You know, I just want to get out and do something. So we're, we're almost there. Let's hope and pray that we get you know, to the end of this thing. And you are good timing with an outdoor yes. workout class. You couldn't yeah. have picked a better time to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. where can people find out more about, um, about you and about uh, be military fit? Cause I know you also do things for entrepreneurs and businesses mm -hmm. as well. You, you speak, speaks, speak for them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking, consulting, uh, coaching, that sort of thing. Uh, my website is www.stevenson, like my last name, empowers, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-S.com. So you can find uh, information there. And then also it's Chris at Stevenson Fitness, or I'm sorry, Stevenson Empowers.com. So, you know, if you listen to this, do you have any questions? Uh, by the way, 
yes, I do bigger consulting projects, that sort of thing. But I'm always happy to help anybody who's like, hey, I got a quick question. Or what do you think about this? You know, so feel free. I, I had many mentors through my years that gave to me and helped me out. So anytime I can give back and share some of the knowledge and, and mostly share mistakes I've made, right? So you don't have to make them too. <laughs> That's really nice. Um, yeah, I feel the same way. Pay it forward because it, it, it you get the blessing tenfold. I always yeah. feel that, you know. And, and, and we're in an nice industry where do. people do great things. We change people's yes. lives for the better. And I don't know that Beautiful. there's any better than that. So however we can help people that do that. That is so sweet and so nice of you to stay. Say, and I'm going to put all your information in the show notes and hopefully people will be in contact with you and we'll be able to do some B-Military Fit classes here in New Jersey. Yep. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> well, thank you so much, Chris Stevenson. I can't thank you enough for your time today. I wish you the best with everything. Thank you. You too. It's my pleasure. Appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you all for joining me for Living Well with Robin Stoloff. Be sure to subscribe and we'll keep you updated on our latest episodes. So thanks again for being here. And remember, Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. We'll see you next time. <laughs> okay. Yay.